So, Father, we just ask for your permission to teach us how to be like children so that we may receive your everlasting kingdom and that we may know the bounty and the fulfillment of your glory. And I would like to read this part of Yogananda's book that I've, again, never seen before, but it says, by stick-to-itiveness, by cultivating creative originality and developing your talents through the unlimited power of God that comes through from communion with him daily in deep meditation by honest business methods, loyalty, and your employer and thinking of his business as if it was your own, which is Christ consciousness to join with, mm -hmm. and by cultivating an intuitive attunement with your immediate supervisor or with the owner of the business and with your cosmic employer, God, you may unfailingly please your employer in office and your divine employer. And this reminds me of my grandmother would always say, make sure that you do honest work. And I don't think I really knew what she meant by that until I, I started my business and um, was like, wow, I get to help people with these tools that I've learned and make money for it. Or like when people started paying me to give them readings and I'm like, you're going to pay me to do something that comes naturally to me? Like, mm -hmm. what? That's so... And so it just brings me to the next page, which is abundance and prosperity, which is something that we are calling in for this mm -hmm. year. And it's only because it's only because we don't know our own worth or we um, we judge ourselves and then we don't allow ourselves to receive the prosperity of God. And that is so arrogant of us because it's all available to us. And it's just like the um, inability for the divine feminine to receive her masculine. And this year we ask for your grace and your guidance to show us how to receive all that is, all of the prosperity that is penetrating us. So abundance and prosperity. Those who seek prosperity for themselves alone are in the end bound to become poor. And this is what I say all the time, like, when it comes to me creating prosperity for myself, it's never going to be something that I thrive in. But when I am creating, you saw me. You saw me the way that I work when I knew that we were joining together to get this house. Mm -hmm. You saw like how quickly I can manifest when I know that I'm creating it for community. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the Divine Mother in me. I feel like it's... Um, there's just like... There's no reason why I, I, I think that I would get distracted if I was able to create abundance for myself and that I was like really successful in business. I think I would get distracted and maybe that's my secondary game. You know, maybe that's, that's um, a block, a mental block that I've put upon myself um, for fear that, you know, that I might get distracted or to suffer from mental inharmony, but those who consider the whole world as their home and who really care and work for group or world prosperity find 
the individual prosperity that is legitimate to theirs. This is sure a secret law. Unselfishness is the govern governing principle in the law of prosperity. Mm-hmm. I own nothing, yet I know that if I were hungry, there would be thousands in the world who would feed me because I have given to thousands. Mm. So, so there's healing there for me because I do feel like I've given to thousands and I don't always feel like it is given back. So there is healing there for me, for sure. It's healing and forgiveness, but it's also faithlessness because mm. it's, it's an unbelief that I will be taken care of by God. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that same law will work for whoever thinks not of himself as the one who is going to starve, but of the other person in need. And this reminds me of when Jesus says, if you desire something, give it away. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you if you have it and you give it away, then it's always yours. And this is how I feel about when we are with our spiritual mastery, our spiritual knowledge. It's like when we when we eat of the fruit, it's like we need to share what it is that we we learned from that. And and then it like continues to multiply. Things from the Divine Mother. A previously closed door now opens. This is a blessed and fortunate time for you. But be mindful, humble, and grounded. Feel your connection to the earth. Feel her energy and love in your heart and know that you are eternally blessed Mm -hmm. by the Divine Mother. So we are going to the womb awakening, the creatrix of all life. And you said 123? So 122 is the womb renaissance, the doorway of life, or the Mm. doorway of light. Wow, Freudian slip. Does it go into It says, the stone circles speak again. My grandmother appeared to me as a wise crone. As I remembered the thirst at the sacred well, the mouth, wow, we were both so thirsty right before we read this. Mm. The mouth of the goddess opened into feminine consciousness and the eyes in the back of her head started to awaken from the ancient slumber. The maternal lineage of my grandmother brought me back to Ireland, to Beltane, stone circle, where my ancestor had been waiting for me, calling me to remember the power of this wise woman, the role of the grandmother on the new earth. Renaissance doorway of light. The shadow of the journey of the descent into the wounded vibration that needs love in order to embrace it so deeply that it dissolves back into its innocence is the magical key that clears the way for ascent into the higher octave of light. Yes, that's right. Come to me as little children. Innocence. Right. This is why so many huge personal breakthroughs are preceded by what is known as the dark night of the soul Mm. or described as the dark night of the womb i've never heard it called that which is the universal mythological archetype and a necessary stage of the hero Mm. or heroine's journey at the very depth of this realm of the primordial darkness 
when all of the prior spiritual and temporal ordinations has been cast off, all anchors to time and space and identity dissolve, and the cerebral consciousness humbled mm. into humbled and initiate would receive the grace to discover the doorway of light. Oh my God, of the Great Mother with shining swan wings calling them forth to rebirth into a new spiral of light and ascension into the cosmic womb. This is mm. static experience. Awakening through the womb portal would like being be it would be like being born again. The initiate experiences a journey, much like a new baby who has gestated into the primordial darkness of the womb, and then impelled to travel along the mythical yoni to be awakened by an orgasmic pulsation of cosmic contractions and expansions propelling them snake-like out of the belly of the primordial knowing through the birth path passageway. Then at the crowning, they're beckoning a shimmering doorway of light. In passing through it, the initiate bursts into a completely new dimension of possibilities and experience rooted here on Earth. This is literally what we're doing right now. Mm. Our own inner soul's journey in the modern world still takes a spiral path of death and rebirth in the great womb. Mm -hmm. We experience agonizing moments of spiritual darkness, like Jonah in the belly of the whale, when all we see is unknown, stretching before us in every direction with no signs, no clues, no comfort, no obvious map of certainty. Oh, Jeez, isn't that what we've been going through? All we can hold on to <laughs> is our trust that we are held inside a benevolent womb of the Great Mother and that the primordial darkness is fertile. Like the rising sun, the doorway of light appears at the darkest hour when our coping mechanisms have been utterly exhausted and we give up clinging. Like this is literally, yes. Oh, when our coping mechanisms have been utterly exhausted and we have given up all hope in surrendering into a space of the primordial trust, openness, receptivity. In this spaciousness of letting go, descending deep within the shining darkness of the mother's womb, we meet the infinite waves of great love who births us. We find our swan wings and fly again free and unbounded. Now from labor like a goddess, shame and judgment. As we can surmise from the Garden of Eden, shame cannot exist without judgment. Oof. God casts his judgment onto Adam and Eve and shame was the punishment. The two feed each other and they are always connected. We often hold back from publicly shaming other people but we don't have a problem secretly judging them. Mm. Since shame and judgment go hand in hand, when we judge others, we shame ourselves. Mm -hmm. Read that again. <laughs> Since shame and judgment go hand in hand, when we judge others, we shame ourselves. 
It's the way of the self by drawing a comparison with others. It's kind of brilliant. Let's take the example of a man who is very overweight. Taking a lot of time at the checkout line, we might not shame him by saying out loud, hurry up, fat slob. No, we are too nice for that. But we may secretly judge him in our minds, surveying his hygiene and his heavy breathing, his slow walking. We may pass judgment about his character based on his physical appearance. Mm -hmm. We don't do it on an on autopilot, whether we admit it to ourselves or not. Our judgment seems like it's about him, but really it's mm -hmm. our judgments about how we feel about our own bodies. Mm -hmm. And by judging him, we are sort of taking it out on ourselves to keep us from getting that way. Our judgment of someone else feeds the shame that we have about ourselves and about the idea of the world. This happens all the time in mommy circles too, where women judge the other as an emotional slave to avoid feeling their own inadequacy and shame around motherhood. But what we in, instead, but what if we instead just got real and faced our own feelings of shame, owned our insecurities and embraced the truth of who we are. We bet that many more mommies would feel better and more supported by our tribe. There would be a deeper level of emotional intimacy between the mommies because it would feel more like a safe place to gather. Can't seem to find where you hide from yourself. <laughs> I think we can all see where we hide from ourselves or what shame you carry, we invite you to start to look at where you judge other people or yourself. Wow, that just gave me a new perspective of my yeah. last relationship. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. The, the last part? Yeah. Hide from yourself or what shame you carry. We invite you to start looking at where you judge other people or yourself. Judgment is a metaphorical cloak, just a way to avoid facing our own shame. And it is a great stirring to tug on to discover our deeper truths. We can't cross this threshold of vulnerability like a goddess if we keep getting caught in judgment and shame cycles. Wow, but that also lets me see myself too because where I'm judging him, where I judge him, I judge myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We all do it. So like my judgment about myself is me being unforgiving and um, not nice. <laughs> like that was, yeah, that's probably like my, my biggest judgment on myself and his biggest judgment mm -hmm. on himself is not being in the body and not being present mm -hmm. and being um not evolved enough mm -hmm. wow okay so now from magdalene mysteries and i turn to women as bishops teachers and prophets women were apostles deacons leaders of communities prophetess and teachers Apostle Paul called them sisters in the Lord. 
the spiritual light. He acknowledged that some converted before he did. Everyone was considered to be one within the power of Christ, the Holy Shakti. Women formed house churches, like like we're literally doing right now, <laughs> what? Opening their homes to missionaries who walked around the countryside. Wow, that's like literally what Jamie's been doing. Oh my God, we're like going back mm-hmm. to like, oh wow, wow. Oh, women formed house churches, opening their homes to missionaries who walked around the countryside preaching about the new religion. That's literally what all of them have been, right? Or they themselves traveled around spreading the word. All of them, Mm -hmm. every single one. Mm 